0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highland,
1: National Sales Manager for Bone Adesans. and I'm Rob Johnson from and Training. How are you, Rob? Uh, a little tired, buddy. A little tired. Doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> what's that shirt you got on?
0: This is uh, this is the shirt that I'm going to wear for the Fourth of July parade. Oh,
1: huh. you mind standing up? I can see the. Is there it's, a flag? Uh,
0: it, It's my festive type. Oh, looks nice. Sure. You know, it's got a lot of, like, old cars. And... Oh,
1: yeah. I like it. I like it. What's the hat say? Uh,
0: 1918 Chevrolet.
1: Do you have anything on you that says that you work for Bowie at all?
0: No, not today.
1: No? Right. No. No, you, you know what? You're getting ready for um for uh, the holiday, which uh, I loved. So, um. Right on. Sounds good.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you for your... Uh...
1: I, I, uh, I, I actually think that there's uh, there's uh, more to celebrate this year for you right now other than the 4th of July. You want to talk about that?
0: Yeah, well, that's why I'm a little tired. Um, got the call last night, I don't know, about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning that uh, Rebecca had her baby girl. Charlotte O'Neill McSweeney. Came in at 6.44 pounds, 18 inches. Yes, give her a bell. Absolutely. Mother, baby, and father are all very doing very well. They're all a little tired. Nice. You know the real cool thing? Um, my father-in-law, uh, today is my father-in-law's birthday, and Pauline's dad was just uh, one of the greatest guys you'd ever meet. He was uh, chief of police for Conrail. Uh, just, uh, just from the first day I met him, even before I was dating Pauline, what a great guy! Well, he passed away of cancer uh, a few years ago, and today was his birthday. So what a day for his great granddaughter to be born on! I mean, it was holy smokes! I know, kind of <laughs> sent chills up uh, Pauline and I spine. Yeah,
1: that is very cool. Yeah, very cool.
0: I know that. Like, couldn't believe it i mean as soon as uh as soon as we heard you know like three four o'clock in the morning pauline uh tells me you, you know what today would have been my dad's birthday wow and i'm like oh my god what a what a great day i mean yeah. what a day for that kid to be you know because everybody always looked at this kind of a sad day you know because mr b ain't around anymore and uh yeah so now we get we got number five got my first granddaughter
1: that's fantastic! Congratulations, man. Four That's, boys,
0: one girl. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it.
1: I know it's going to be. She'll be over the top. So.
0: Oh, I haven't seen
1: her all day. Damn <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I've never been a godfather to anybody, and um, I know I've never met her at all. So, uh, but I'm just, you know.
0: You you're just throwing your name out there, huh?
1: I'm sending an application. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I'll. Uh, uh, I'll definitely talk to the kids about that. Why not?
1: There, there is no real responsibility that comes along with being a godfather. On huh? now, there's no legal thing like.
0: Uh, I think if the parents pass away, the godfather's job is to make sure the child is brought up Catholic. I think that's the whole thing about being a godfather. I think I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just call her, every, you know, once a month to go to church. Yep. Okay, you're good. Yeah, checking there you go. in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I ahead.
0: could be wrong about that, but I thought that was the one godparent I, duty.
1: I think that's probably the case, but also there's like implied things that you need to, you know, that you should be around for. And I don't know if I could commit to those. So it's a,
0: it's a lot of, you got to give extra yeah, gifts. Yeah, that's yeah, the deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they'll be looking. I mean, if you if you get the nod, mm-hmm. you, they're going to be looking for.
1: Uh, stuff Oh uh, well <laughs> Easy <laughs> Okay you, you did lose some sleep Uh Seriously congratulations man That is awesome Is that the first granddaughter
0: That is uh Yeah she's Number five But she's the first granddaughter So Awesome Awesome Congrats yeah. I don't know I don't know when this is ever going to end I don't know how many we, we can end up with A dozen Yeah I don't well, know where be- it's going to go Oh, that'd be nice. All right. Uh, you know, one more thing. I'm pretty sure this puts me in the Parent Hall of Fame.
1: Another Hall of Fame, huh?
0: Another Hall of Fame for me, definitely. Parent Hall of Fame. All three of my kids are married, own a home, have a job, and now have kids. So I, you, I, you. I said to Pauline this morning, I go, we've really done our job. We can just check out now. We're, yeah. we're good. We've yeah. done it.
1: Yeah, now you can be a pain in the ass to all of them. <laughs> now you can go around and make them feel guilty and do stuff.
0: They'll all say, "Oh, he's he's going to start now. He's been he's been like this for forty years."
1: Well, congrats. Okay, yeah, that, bro. thank you very much. That's great. We're yeah, all yeah. very excited. Yeah, truly happy for you. I know that means a lot to you. How much of a family guy you are? Hmm. Okay. So, Rob, we are. Can you believe it's been three years that we've done podcasts? I wonder how many, <laughs> what the average and length of podcasts are. And that actually, that do them as many, not only three years, but it's, it's uh, every week for three years. Every,
0: every week, two hours a week. Well, I mean, we tape for two hours, they cut usually an hour and 15 minutes out.
1: There, this is like the only one we've done during daylight hours. Uh, <laughs> but maybe that's why I'm so alert. Uh, we usually do them on our own time and evening, or, and not only us, but uh, but Eileen the Eileen blank as well. Uh, it's so much work for her and, and for Chris that does the editing, and he, even for him. I mean, he's got a lot of things on his plate, and for him to uh, uh, take the time out and do this, it's a lot of work for them as well, so we want to thank them. Uh, for all their hard work that they do. Really? I,
0: I thought we, you know, you and I just kind of made their jobs pretty easy.
1: Actually, I think we make it kind of hard. <laughs> oh, okay. In fact, I'm quite sure of it.
0: You know, you wanted me to stand up and show my shirt. What what do you got on today? I haven't seen this one.
1: This is a... Uh, this is, this some is new
0: Bona gear?
1: Yes, it was sent to me.
0: It's uh, quite
1: up. colorful. Yes, it is. See? Look at that. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Wow. Okay. I don't know why they sent it to me. Uh, but they did. I'll take it. All right. So, uh, three year anniversary. And, um, over those three years, we've given out a lot of advice and we thought maybe we would kind of condense down some really good advice. I mean, I think you went, went a different direction than I did, which is good. Uh, we'll kind of go back and forth and, and, and look at this because all my words to live by was, were hardwood floor related. And I think yours may have been life related, which that's good. I'm glad you did that. And, um, I think we can uh, talk about that. What do you think?
0: I was just going to shoot mine off like uh, David Letterman top 10 list, but
1: yeah, perfect. That's perfect. All right. Well, why don't you shoot yours off David Letterman top 10 list?
0: Well, you know what? I'm trying to think of anything that, well, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. I got You're... my first
1: one. You accidentally found a flooring one.
0: Uh, it's one that anybody who's been to one of my trainings. Has heard me say in my opening, Mm -hmm. perfection is not attainable. But if we can chase perfection, we can catch excellence.
1: I've heard you say that a lot of times, and I like that. I threw that up on Instagram a
0: long time ago as Mm -hmm. uh, a wood floor man's creed. And I got, I had a lot of people call me and say, man, that was, that's just perfect for a wood floor
1: guy. Have you ever thrown anything else up on Instagram?
0: Uh, A lot of baseball pictures. I was putting up a lot of class pictures. I Uh, uh, I I need to get back at it.
1: I don't think I follow you on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I do or not. I have an Instagram account too. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I I I try to keep up with it. But I have all flooring stuff on mine. So what am I? My, mine's
0: about half and half, family stuff, and uh, well, a lot a lot of stuff from classes and,
1: and everything. Okay. I am Wayne Highlander. <laughs> Apparently, I'm Wayne Highlander on Instagram. Uh, okay, I have uh, 672 followers, and I'm following 377. I don't know what that means.
0: Uh, I, I it's funny you're Wayne Highlander
1: I got some pretty cool floor pictures on there yes
0: I am I'm Rob Johnson 9663 sweet boy we really went with some uh uh, uh yeah some really uh mm-hmm. put a lot I of thought, thought into our into our
1: handles there didn't we yeah I thought I was something else but okay whatever anyhow sorry about that okay I like that we well, have talked about that before and I think that's uh that that makes a lot of sense uh, hit me with your Another. Words to live by. Yes.
0: So you're going you're gonna to go give me one or you want all of mine at once?
1: I was going to, and then you said you was going like, to rip all yours at once. I'll do mine. I'll, we'll go back and forth.
0: Yeah, let's go back and forth. Okay. You see how everybody – I just want everybody to know how much we practice
1: before we do <laughs> these shows. You know? Yeah. Let's see how well it works out when we practice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, mine and um, – look, some of these are going to be – we've heard before – but if you if you condense down my 30 years of being a foreign contractor and say, hey, okay, well, give me some tips to, to live by. I'm starting off in this industry or whatever. Uh, this, is, this is what I came up with. Number one is don't watch it dry. We talked about it so many times. You oh. know, just don't watch it dry. All right.
0: All right. Wait. Wait. I talked to a guy last night from Montreal at around 10 o'clock. And we're going to talk about Domo. We're going to talk about Bona's new product, Domo. Amazing product, okay? I've been using it in the schools. Uh, I've been playing with the paints and tinting it and glazing and all sorts of stuff that I'm really not supposed to talk about. But we've been playing. You know, that's how we figure stuff out. And the way that it flows and levels and applies, um, the durability, Uh, this is just an awesome product. But it is a heart attack in a can. I have never seen anything dry crazier. No kidding. I mean, I don't know if you've seen this yet at the schools or anything. But at one point, it it almost looks like you've painted the floor white.
1: Wow. Yeah. And And it dries.
0: and, And you come back the next day and it dries crystal clear. That's another great thing about it is. You know, it is a crystal clear product, but man, oh man, you want to talk about heart attack in a can about not watching. I can't believe that's your lead off because I talked with this guy last night for a while and, you know, one of the issues too was he, he got back on it a little quick. He put it down. He goes, I waited 90 minutes and I was like that 90 minutes is really fast, you know, yeah. And he said, I had one spot that was uh, pretty white. And he went in and scraped it and all that. And I was like, it just wasn't dry. That's all. You just had to, you know, 90 minutes. But, you know, it's late at night. So you want to get home. I get it. Sometimes we try to push the envelope. But uh, Eileen's in marketing. I We should talk to her about put a blurb on there or something because it's the first time I saw it, I was like, "What? Well, this can't be old. Thing. You know, I, I mean, I couldn't believe it, but come back. And they it was Jeff Ofredo and Jeremiah both told me uh-huh. they were just they were just laughing their butts off. Like, don't worry about it. It'll be crystal clear tomorrow. I was like that. No way. And it, it has been every time. But yeah, don't watch it. Try very good one way. I like that. All right. What you got? Uh, you think practice is boring? Try sitting on the bench.
1: Yeah. I like that too. As a sports guy, I I, I like that.
0: Yeah, I like sports stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I relate to it. I like sports, so I relate to it. Not that I, I'm the greatest of players or anything, but still.
1: Um, my next one is trust your instincts. If a situation doesn't feel right, back out. Listen to the voice in your head that says this could end badly. Um, you, you know, there's things in the book that, you know, we do X, Y, and Z, and there's how you do things properly, whatever. And then there's gray stuff. And then there's also people that are part of that equation and they're always in the gray category because you never know how that's going to go. I, I learned to, and don't be afraid to trust your instincts if everything isn't lining up the way you like. Um, as a business owner, that's one of the, the nice things about owning your own business is you have the ability to say no. I can't say no. You can't say no. We work for a manufacturer. Uh, other people that work in any, a lot of other businesses or, or jobs, they can't say no. But as a business owner, uh, it has to be part of your uh, your uh, your makeup. You have to say no if it's not feeling right. Usually the things that I've got into that, that, I, that didn't go the way I wanted to, there was something in the back of my head saying, this doesn't smell right. And I went forward. So if it not feel right, trust your instincts and uh, say no.
0: I've heard you say this before on the show. This is definitely one of the ones you live by. Yeah. I've heard you say that before. Yep. Sometimes the best job is the one that you walked away from. 100%. All right. Okay. Don't judge others. You don't know what they're going through.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> well, here, here, I, okay, I agree with that. I agree with part of that. But there's a there's this thing you hear you hear all the time now that, that people say, you know you, I, "You know, you don't know me. You don't. You can't judge me. You don't know me. I judge everybody, absolutely everybody." And you know oh, something? We, we know. We so know. do you? So do you? And so does everybody. I'm. I hope kind when I judge them, whatever. But I give everybody a fair shot. But I, I think we all judge everybody. But um, I think the key is just to be kind and 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 um, uh, you know have 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 this 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 magic word is empathy, right? Yes, I know. I said I have empathy for people that break down the side of the road, but I don't stop and help them. Uh, you know what? You know what? Someone told me the other day, uh, and I, I thought thought was very interesting. I thought about you. Um, I heard this lady say the difference between people on the East Coast and the people on the West Coast. And tell me what you think about this. Uh, I, this person said that the people on the West Coast are nice, but they're not kind. And the people on the East Coast are kind, but they're not nice. And the example she she is, is uh, changing a tire. You got a flat tire on the West Coast. Now believe me, this, I'm just throwing this out there. This isn't me, <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. I thought I'd get your take on it. In the, in, in the West Coast, if you got a flat tire on the side the road, someone might go, "Oh, wow, that's really that's a shame. Man. I'm sorry you're going to do it. I keep going." On the East Coast, my guy, my my stop, go. What's the use? You dummy. You don't have a. You can't change a tire. Dad didn't tell you how to get out of the way. Let me change it. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And I, I wonder how true that is, because I may be a of truth to that. I don't know.
0: Well, I, I'll agree half with you, because I definitely think she's right on East Coast, people. We're kind, but we're not nice. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think I told this story before. We were building a bowling alley in Queens. And I remember the first two, three days of the job, and the guy who owned the bowling alley and his manager and his mechanic and everything. And I just kept thinking to myself, man, these guys are the worst. What a couple of putzes these guys are. And I was like, I, I got to be here almost a whole summer with these fools, you know? And then three days later, they're bringing us to their bar, introducing us to their friends. You know, you had to, you had to break the ice with them. That was the deal. So I, I, Definitely agree with kind, but not nice. But I think once you're in with them, you know, you're in like family. But I haven't spent a lot of time on the West Coast, so. Uh,
1: I, I actually like, I like that. I, I'm fine with a guy going, look, you, you're a knucklehead. You know, how, how come no one showed you this? you've done me? Get out of the way. And then if they show <laughs> me, then all right, I get it. I will take a little bit of ribbing to get, to get you know, the end result. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. All right. Know your worth, uh, but have some humility about it. Uh, You know, there's the the one quote, the the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low prices forgotten. Um, I think it's important to know your worth and um, don't be afraid to charge. We talk about it all the time. It's a lesson I learned in the business. Know your worth, but have some humility about it too, because I have seen people go, well, I know I want to charge this, and you know I I don't care whatever blah blah blah, and and I just think that it's okay to to know your worth, but I I think you need to kind of also uh, be kind of kind about it, you know what I mean? You know, don't beat somebody up over the head with it uh, because sometimes people don't know what prices are; they have no idea. You know, I've talked to people before that, that was genuinely thought it would be like half the cost. Now it's not their fault. I'm still not going to lower my price. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, but but. It's, I don't want to beat them over the head with their lack of knowledge. So know your birth is right up at the top of the ladder of things. That uh,
0: wasn't that kind of frustrating. Remember that? Yeah. I, I mean, I remember going in doing estimates sometimes and handing people the estimate like, like I handed them a ransom note or something, right? And they're they're looking at it and I'm like, is everything okay? I remember one lady, you know, one couple. I said, because they're just staring at it like dumbfounded. You could see the look on their face. Finally, I said, is everything okay? And they said, we thought it was going to, you know, kind of be like carpet cleaning or something, like a 100 bucks a room.
1: Wow.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, boy, I'm so glad that
1: I showered for these people after work today. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, it kind of goes back to in this day and age uh, with the price of gas and everything, it's trying to vet out the people a little bit over the phone. And uh, I think I would, I would uh, definitely that – that would be more of my, part of my business plan now than it had been in the past when, when things were less expensive or whatever. But, but anyhow, I, uh, knowing your worth, I can't say it enough. We're in business to make money. It's tough to do this job. You want to get paid. Know your worth. I like that.
0: Time heals everything. Give it time. Um, okay. Which has nothing to do with floors. No, but it's, it's – Mine, it, it, mine it, it, went personal. A, well, I think it's actually, stuff.
1: yeah, and I think that's actually good. I don't think that uh, – I mean, if they're all floors, I don't think that would be uh, – uh, I don't know necessarily if I agree with that. I think there has to be another part of that equation, uh, something about forgiveness. But, yeah. <laughs> But uh, that might be tougher. <laughs> How are
0: you with forgiveness? You,
1: you good with that? Oh, I, I, on a, I don't hold grudges. I really don't. On a dime, I will, I will, I'll forgive anything pretty much.
0: I was always so impressed with myself
1: raising the kids. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I could give them, holy hell, man, come home and just, you know, something wasn't done or they did whatever, right, and come down like a ton of bricks on them and then 20 minutes later say hey come on let's go let's go out for ice cream don't hold the grudge come down hard don't hold a
1: grudge though so uh i actually think that's a really good one that was when you just said there even owning your own business and working with employees because i i'm i can be like that like i will come down hard but then all right let's change turn the page let's go what what else we got going on yeah
0: Yeah. uh,
1: and and i'm not going to show up the next day with that same feeling that I'm disappointed in somebody. You know what I
0: mean? Oh, God. Uh, it, yeah. And you've seen it how many times?
1: Yeah. And it's not good for you. It's not good for them. So get it out. I'm a big believer in that East Coast uh, mentality. Get it out. <laughs> Do what you got to say. Let, all right. Are we uh, are we clear on that? Then let's move on. You and could, then forget You it. could definitely be East Coast. I think I could, too. You could okay. definitely be East Coast. Um, uh, I'll go, go with another one. Uh, learn from others, both good and bad. Things I've learned in life, uh, and with other contractors, uh, I've learned as almost as much from bad contractors as good contractors. Um, I, I'll give you an example right now. I just, I uh, the guy, there's somebody working on the house next door, and he looks like he does pretty good work. I asked him for a quote on on uh, replacing my deck, and he goes, "Okay, yeah, he took my information, blah blah blah." It's been a month now. He hasn't called me. Oh. I haven't seen him. He's, he'll be back over there. Wait till his a- shows up again. I can't wait to talk to him. Um, it's such a pet peeve, man. If if, if you got to make the hard phone call, just make the phone call. If you don't want to do the job, just, just t- say you don't want to do the job and just get it past you. Don't procrastinate and move on. But, um, I think that's a big one. I think, uh, and also, uh, in business and in life, well, let's just start with business. Um, If you let stuff drag on, and you don't make that call, or someone has a problem, you don't want to call back, or what? I just—it's been my experience. One of the best things I've learned is get it done right now. Matter of fact, get get it done first thing in the morning. If you got a list of things to do, get that tough one off your plate right away. You'll feel better the whole day. More than
0: or give it time, and everything will go away with time. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) kind of the opposite, and that's what you wish would happen. But business, (laughs) business, it doesn't work like that. So return that phone call on time. Don't procrastinate.
0: You know, I'm going to tell you a quick story, and I think I've told it before. Um, when Pete and I left my dad's company, it's, this is going to go with give it time. It was Pete and I left my dad's company, did a white floor um, in July for this woman over in Albany. And she calls us in February, calls me in February, says, geez, Rob, there's black lines everywhere. And I said, Mr. Plesser, no problem. I'll come over and take a look at it. And it wasn't black lines. It was just her, her floors were shrinking. I neglected to explain to her because she had dark brown floors going to wait. She's going to see seasonal expansion where we live. So right away, she's like, no, I've been living in this house 40 years. Never happened before. It's something you did. I want the floors ripped out and replaced. So, when I say time heals everything, Mm -hmm. uh, when Peter and I are driving home from this fiasco, he's like, what are we going to do? I go, I'm going to lie to her for the next six months that we've got specialists coming in or so-and-so didn't call you. I mean, every horrible thing I can do, I said, just to buy us enough time to get into June or July and the floor swells back up and we're good to go. So, yeah, maybe that's why I wrote that. Time heals everything because <laughs> you would have thought I would feel guilty about telling all the crap to that woman, but no, not one bit. I felt I was helping her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, when I was very young, I think probably like twenty three years old, I owed, I owed a distributor like I don't know, maybe a couple thousand dollars. I was gonna I was gonna pay him the next day. I can't remember what the circumstance was, but I was waiting on a check. I said I was waiting on like a lot of checks. You know, when you get to that point where you got like six people owe you money and, you know, they haven't come in yet. It was one of those deals. And um, but I didn't go over there and I, I told him I would be there. I told him I'd, I'd pay the guy. So um, I, it was killing me because I, you know, I wanted, I knew how important my relationship with my distributor was. So I, that night I, I, I tossed a turn. What do I do? So the next day I just drove over there and told him I didn't want to pick up the phone and call him. I just went up and told him, said, listen, I told you I'd be here tomorrow. I apologize. I don't have it. But I will I, I, get it. You know I'm good for it and what have you. I just want you to know. And, and I called him again later in the day. And uh, and it was the right thing to do early on. I, I just kind of instinctively knew that you, you don't want to be that guy that doesn't call if you have a problem. So,
0: Man, he, uh, that distributor is your lifeline. 100%. <laughs>
1: 100%. Um, I've, talked, I've told you before about the guys that did the repairs on the machines. We tipped those guys. Because I look, I walk in there with my machine, and I see that there's 12 sitting on the bench. I'm thinking, all right, let's see if it takes him a day with each one. Which it's going to take longer. When am I ever going to get my machine back? So, here, here's 100 bucks, man. I really, really need this back tomorrow. So, nice. Magically, the machine moves up. You're, so. you're
0: definitely East Coast.
1: All right. Well, so was uh, that my next? or you next?
0: Is it me or you that's up? I think it's you. What others think of you is none of your business. You do you.
1: What others think of you
0: is Isn't none it? of your business.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: I, I really know, don't. You know what I mean? Always worrying about, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree like, with that. Like when I put the shirt on today, I did not yeah. care what you were going to think about this shirt. It's funny you pointed it out.
1: You know something? Um you you, do ever been you. A, you ever been to a beach and a guy's in a speedo and he's like 290 pounds and he uh he is less living like man. He don't care about nobody no thing. I don't know how
0: guys like that can do it. I don't I I wish I could. Mm-hmm. I just I am not that guy. Um Baggy pair of shorts. I actually have a t-shirt that I wear with the beach that's mm-hmm. kind of a tan t-shirt. So it looks like I'm tanned. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you could just be walking by me at the beach yeah. and, and not think anything of it. Oh, the yeah. guy spends a lot of time at the beach. Why is... Yeah. His chest is tan, but his arms are yeah. kind of red. I wonder what's it's going kind of, on. But you know what I mean. I, I don't yeah, want to draw yeah. a lot of attraction to this,
1: you know. Yeah, I'm more that guy than the other. I wish I were. I actually admire that other guy. You know what I mean? That just says, you know what? I don't know none of you guys. Screw you guys. I'm going to go out there and be me. And uh, I that is just, a
0: definite. You do you.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I actually I like that. I, I admire that. Especially as more if I got as more. As i've gotten older and that's why i tell sometimes you see a lot of old people that flat out don't care what anybody thinks you know i mean when you get to that point in life you can say anything or do anything you just don't care what nobody cares or that, what they think or whatever you're in a good place
0: you know it's funny you said that a buddy of mine um i used to talk to his dad a lot and he, him and his wife had got back from a cruise and this is a few years back and uh I said, so, know, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Cook, how was it? He goes, oh, it was, you know, it was great. And Mrs. Cook says, well, are you are going to tell him? Are you going to tell him what you wanted to do? And uh, he goes, yeah, we went to a nude beach. Now, this is an older couple, mm-hmm. right? He goes, but you didn't have to be nude. Me and the commander, that's what he used to call his wife, the commander. Uh-huh. He goes, me and the commander, we had, and she said, Bob, the only people that were naked, were hairy old men. It was the most disgusting. She goes, <laughs> he he thought it was going to be like a James Bond
1: movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you're talking to an old couple when one of them calls the other one the commander.
0: Oh, the commander. I and he and he right to her face, right there. Huh. Everybody, no, there was no hiding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was. Uh, he, they were a funny couple. They were a really mm-hmm. funny couple.
1: All right. Uh, my next one is uh, be an excellent communicator. I I tell you what. I owning a business and, and dealing with people. I think that is a that is a, a skill set that is very very important. Communication is everything. Uh, your communication on how you represent yourself and how you how you sell your business and how you you set expectations. What we we always talk about making sure we set the expectations. It's so darn can get you out of so many problems just by simply being a great communicator. And in communi- communicating, there are there many, many books and styles and ways to communicate. It's really an art form. Not to say that I have by any means, uh, you know, mastered it by no stretch of imagination. Because,
0: Master of communications.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's really an important skill set. And I've known great, great installers, great finishers that that ended up having problems because they just did not communicate very well. Um, so communication to me, it, I think it's better to over communicate than under communicate. And just the way that you communicate your body language, your mannerisms, eye contact, all that kind of shaking hands and with a good firm handshake and everything. I think all that stuff sh- still matters. So being a great communicator will absolutely help you in business. Excellent.
0: Oh, my kind, my next one kind of goes with that. Every situation doesn't need a reaction.
1: Boy, the older I get, the more I realize that.
0: Isn't that enough? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you said that because, man, that was me in a nutshell. You know, going from my 30s into my 50s and 60s.
1: Yeah. Um, you notice I don't communicate. I don't. I really don't talk about much on social media other than than very simple stuff, because uh, people people you know can. Um, Take things different ways and whatever, and then and I just don't even care. I don't care. I don't want to get. You could go down that road of arguing with everybody. You know what I mean? I got a friend that does that, and I just it's just too much energy. Um, and I think women can appreciate this because there's an expression out there called mansplaining that the uh, that I think drives women crazy. I mean, are you are you listening? I mean. Right. Wait, sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, we had to wake her up.
1: No, I didn't. I think mean, do you yeah. uh do you want to comment on that? On mansplaining? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Have you heard that expression? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've uh, heard it. What is it? Wait, what is it? Well, okay, let's see if I can explain this. Yeah. Let's say let's say um You're talking about something, okay? And the man just assumes that the lady doesn't quite understand it, so he breaks it down to her in in what he, you know, from his point of view, okay? And then you know, not taking account that she probably she might know more than he does, or she doesn't need his help, or she has her own opinion, she doesn't need someone else to interject on their thoughts. I mean, would you say that that's pretty accurate or no? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. So I've seen this in action when you want to when you cringe, and sometimes it's with the best. Int- and there's probably a lot of older guys do this than younger guys, and it's probably with mostly good intentions. But uh, it's like, dude, I didn't need your help. I got it. I, you know, blah blah blah. You know, so now you know, Rob.
0: Man, explain.
1: So you could so go home. You can go home to Pauline and you know, go when something comes up. Go listen. Let me man explain this to you. Okay,
0: here's the so way, you way. Just break real. it down to the most. Yeah.
1: Basic, start from there, and watch how mad you, you have. Yeah, uh, watch how mad the room gets. So okay, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so uh, good communication. It's a it's a skill set that I uh, I think you uh, we um, by working on it, I can make your life a whole lot easier. Okay, you're up. I think I thought I was just uh, done, but I'll okay. Go uh, I did communicate oh no you you are right I've got four left okay, well uh so
0: all right, so I'll do it. number four, and actually, I put this one down. This is a Wayneism, but I heard you say this one time, and man, did I ever fall in love with this one? A lion doesn't care what a sheep thinks. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. one time that you said that to me, I had said something to you and you got to use it on me, which <laughs> I thought was really funny and really yeah. put me in my place there. I was like, oh, that's yeah. stung. That, well, that stung. I like that one. But there's a lot of meaning to that too.
1: A lion doesn't care about the opinions of the sheep.
0: Yes. That's a Wayne. I even wrote down Wayneism. Well,
1: that goes about- along with yeah, that goes along with what other people think of you as none of your business or whatever. It's kind of uh, kind of down that vein. But I, I and again, I the reason why I think that is important. What I really mean by that, you know, I think the intent of that is, you know, you just just you do you and you do you as best as you can, and uh, don't worry about other opinions at the, whatever, whatever detractors or whatever. You try to do the right thing. You you know you try to be professional, blah blah blah. You do all that stuff and um and then just don't worry about it. however it falls it falls but and there's another expression
0: it, i think they're all almost you can put in with that one too is know your worth
1: yeah yeah that kind Absolutely. of falls in line with well I, i've said this before too it also reminds me of this expression when you go fishing is doc talk, talk where you know you, go, you show up for a bass tournament to go fishing and you have something in mind what you want to do and you start getting detracted by or or uh, sidetracked by people saying, "Oh, today they're catching you on buzz baits in three feet of water." Oh, so and so was here yesterday, and he just caught all kinds of using a rip bait you know, with with chrome and blue, blah blah blah. And you went there thinking that today I'm going to do nothing but throw a jig in deep water because uh, I've done it, I have confidence in it, I feel like they're there. And all of a sudden, you start listening to other people. You get it, it gets in your head. And you get out of your game plan, instead of you doing what you do and being confident in what you did, what you do, you went off on some other tangent because somebody said something. I think once you know your path, you stick, on, stick to your path. Always keep an open mind, but, but you know, have confidence to do what, uh, what, what you set out to do. Absolutely. Okay. Um, your skill will be determined by the appearance of your work. Do not use inferior materials. Um, I, I, you know, even when I didn't have much money and I was starting off in the business, I knew it was important to use good products. I knew it was important to surround myself with good people. I knew it was important to, even with a kid that didn't have much, to carry myself like I did and to, uh, to, uh, look up to people in this industry that I respected and to surround myself with good people and have good intentions. Um. And I, I think that I don't get bogged down. That I, I hate the expression, "Hey man, hey man, don't work too hard today, man. Hey man, take it easy." And that really drives me crazy. Because why not? Why not? You know what I mean? Get up and attack today. Get up and work, your off, man. I and mean, just because you—that's that, because it's a positive thing to do in life. I, so I don't get—I don't like that, that that mindset. And it has nothing to do with my job now or whatever, or even a contract. I think no matter what I was doing in life. Uh, that's my that's my feeling. Just get up and, and do the best you can for that day and try to learn something. Try to make today better than yesterday.
0: This is unbelievable. We didn't even practice. We practice. did am uh,
1: talking about practice. Practice? Practice? practice. Who was about the coach practice? Who said that? It wasn't the coach. It was a dude from uh, the 76ers, basketball player. I okay, I play thought player.
0: it was the coach. No. Because I know there was one football coach who was screaming,
1: Playoffs? playoffs yeah Yeah. i I can't believe
0: that you said that we didn't we didn't know what each one of us was gonna say no and you just went on on yours now we're getting towards the end Mm -hmm. so these are the ones that are really important to you and you just said attack every day my number three Mm -hmm. is sharks don't complain about it being monday ah get up Mm -hmm. get up every day And just do shark stuff. Run around, chasing, biting, being a shark.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've never heard that expression before, but I like it. Yeah. I like it. All
0: right. I'm happy. I got one for you. It
1: reminds me of another expression. Let's see if I can get this right. Um, And this was was in reference to uh, uh, the country singer George Jones and how good a singer he is. And the guy in the article wrote When a deer gets up in the morning, it doesn't say to itself, "I'm going to run pretty today." It just runs.
0: It just runs,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yes. I like
1: I like that. I like that one too about the sharks. Say it one more time about the sharks. Sharks don't care about Monday.
0: Sharks don't care. It's Monday. They just get up every day, running around doing shark stuff, biting, chasing, being a shark. I like it. Shark doesn't care about Mondays. I can't believe that was right after what you were just talking about, about getting up and yeah. attacking the day. Mm-hmm. Wow. East coast, there. West coast.
1: very All right. And, and a bell. Yes. Uh, I'm getting close to the end now. Um, I got two left. Okay. Then I'll go with two as well. I'll start with uh, every step you do, should complement the next step. And um, I, the more you get in that mindset, and when, I, like when you finish something, I want to be completely done and finished and, and perfect before I move on to the next step. And then I get that done. I want to get that done because that sets me up for the next step. I don't like going backwards. I want to get something done, and I want to keep making progress. I, I've, I've worked with guys before, and uh, like I knew a guy I worked with for a while. Uh, like he would get the job done, and it would be stunning. But it was like one step forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two steps back. One step forward, one step—you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like he never quite finished anything, and he went on the next step, had to drop back to that step, and then he had to do that. And then he go, well, we didn't quite finish this step. Well, let's just finish something and move on. Reminds me of the guy that one time uh, I I, uh, I said, well, how much did you get installed today? Oh, we got—I did about twelve hundred feet by myself today. Wait, you installed twelve hundred feet by yourself? Today? That's fantastic, man! Ah, oh, great day. Then I go out to the job site, and yes. He he, he didn't lay up any of the walls. He did like all but the last four rows, every single wall. He didn't do the closets. He didn't do, so the next day he's going to get 60 feet. You know what I mean? You could, instead of finishing that room, he just went to the next room, laid that up next to the wall, which is fine if you're the only one, but you left it for me.
0: You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go to this job. Pete's going to go to another job. How'd you do? Oh, I got about 800 feet done. Oh man. That's awesome. Yeah. I drummed it three times. I didn't edge once. I didn't scrape yeah. a corner. I didn't under yeah. a radiator. Oh yeah. That was me, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got?
0: Um, I, My kids sent me this one. And for some reason it, it's always just cracked me up, but it always uh, made a little sense. You can't hurt my feelings. When I was a kid, I had to hold the flashlight from my dad. Mm -hmm. And all my kids at one time or another, working on something and I'm telling them, hold the flashlight and they, you know, not holding it in the right place, how frustrating that can be. And I start screaming at them and everything. And they saw that and sent that to me. And they're like, man, we got to get a plaque. This is, this is you. I'm like, well, yeah, that was my dad too, you know, so.
1: Uh, so, can't hurt my feelings?
0: You can't hurt my feelings? I've had to hold the flashlight from my oh, dad.
1: Oh, got gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. Oh,
0: yeah. God. Well, yeah. the, the funny part about it was they had, like, specific stories, you know. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. We've all been there too, man. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with, um, if you're, if you have a problem with something you can't figure it out, uh, it's a competitive market today and there's no room or time for learning by trial and error. Sometimes like you kind of know how to do something. You kind of have an idea how to do something like let's say playing herringbone. You have a pretty good idea about, you know, there's still some questions in your head and you keep marching forward and you never get those questions resolved. Uh, I, I, you know, Resolve that. Find out what all the all the angles around something, no pun intended, before you move on. Don't don't uh, be satisfied with I kind of have a pretty good idea how to do it. I don't understand it quite. There's enough knowledge out there now. It's easily accessible uh, to find out all these answers. And otherwise, you kind of go through with this 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 lack of confidence that you've got it all figured out. And that hurts you from job to job. So if you're, if you're trying to figure something out, learn it. The question marks, I would even write down the question marks, the questions that you have, and uh, these need to be addressed. And then I would, I would not procrastinate on that. I would try to find out, all right, what, why are these things coming up? Why don't I have these resolved? And who can I find out uh, in order to do this uh, So to, to make me better at it?
0: You know, I um, at all the trainings, I, I, I give this speech to you, almost exactly what you're talking about. And I'll say, you know, if someone comes up to you and they're holding a magazine and they've got a wire brush, blue floor, whatever, okay, what we've all had that, you know. And you're looking at it going, I've never done anything like that in my life. Well, one of the – and to stay with what you were just talking about, about getting confidence to do things before moving forward, it's something that I tell everybody that comes to our trainings – please use our training centers for that kind of a a deal. Never say no. Come to our training center, call whoever TM, call me, call whoever. We'll meet you there. We'll help you figure all this stuff out. We have all the products, all the wood. We got everything. There's nothing really almost nothing we can't do at a training center. And I tell everybody, come here, get your crazy battle plans, game plans, whatever, Get it here, figure it out here. Then when you're out on the job, man, you look like a champion.
1: So I'm I'm going to use ebony for the first time, and uh, I'm going to do edger. I'm not sure what grits to finish off with the edger uh, or the power drive. And I got a border where I've got you know a wall where I want to make sure everything blends hundred percent. Man, Dude, just just take it to one of our panels and uh, and use use that for your uh, for your your practice room if Absolute. you don't have a place. That's what it's there for. We there, well, Nothing makes us feel better than uh, being able to give somebody help and, uh, a hand. So Cool. I
0: mean, uh, I know people know that we have the training centers and everything, but I think sometimes uh, people just assume that they're for, you know, kind of our formal two- and three-day trainings where, you know, they're really geared. We want to use these things
1: every day, you know. Okay. I got one more left. You, you done? Yep. Yeah.
0: I got one more. So you do yours and then I'll do mine.
1: Okay. Um, the next one is very simply um, uh, do it right the first time. If there's time enough to do it or there's, there's not enough time to do it right the first time, there's sure not going to be time to do it the, right the second time. So a lot of times what I, what I try to teach myself is patience is just take the time, just get it done right the first time before you move on to something else. And so you can feel good about it and what have you. And don't leave any question or doubt in your mind. Um, if it's, if the subfloor is too wet, it's too wet. If you know what I mean? If there's issues with it, if the subfloor has got too much bounce in it, fix the subfloor and move on. If it's not within three, six inch and 10 foot span, get those things done, get them behind you because they will have a tendency to haunt you your, your entire career. (laughs) If you don't, there'll be so many things out there lingering that can catch you that, that you don't wonder when, when that roll, of, that dial is going to come around. It's going to oh, all boom. Okay, I, I didn't do this quite right on this job. Now all of a sudden, this comes up, that comes up. So, so you don't have those things out there haunting you. Uh, I, you know, the, um, in Oakland, they had the, the uh, earthquake. I think about. I don't know why I think about this this poor guy from time to time. Uh, they had an earthquake. I think it was in 1989. It was during the World Series, uh, uh, Oakland A's versus the Giants, and uh, the bridge, Highway 17, at the, or Highway 17, not the bridge, but Highway 17 was a freeway and went through Oakland. There was an upper deck and a lower deck. During the earthquake, the upper deck collapsed on top of the lower deck. And uh, the engineers were surprised. Like, why would this happen? I mean, yes, it was a bad earthquake and everything, but then it was catastrophic. and just, you know, um, crushed and killed a lot of people that were on that lower deck, right? Killed a lot of people on the upper deck, too. But when they went through to find out what happened, what, how did this go wrong with all the engineering and everything? You know the columns that they put the columns up, and the, the you know the the big columns, and they put the freeway on top. Uh, when they pour the when they put the rebar in before they pour the concrete, they put the, the the rebar going up, and then they have these one circular that go around it. Well, they left them out. That engineer, they they left them out, and he said it's haunted me my entire. He was retired. Oh, so, so when they when they went back and did the you know, research, they recognized that they didn't put the rebar going around. And they went back to the guy on the job or the guy, whoever that responsibility that was. And he said, that's haunting me my entire life. And uh, Oh, my God, how does he live with himself? Well, he's retired now. So uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one to have that at the end of, your, end of his career when he should have been, you know, he's he's retired and everything he was an old man. And uh, to have that come back at them, so that's a horrible. It's a great example, but also (laughs) horrible example of not not taking care of things and how they can come back to bite you. So which means
0: absolutely. So so that's your final and my final couldn't be more complete opposite. But before I get to my last one, do you remember where you were? Absolutely.
1: I was doing a floor. Can I? I'll tell you what. In fact, this is funny that you should ask me this. Uh, we we're working on a house in the open hills. that was hanging. It was a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Where yes. half the house is. You, know, you look out. If you jumped, you'd, you'd be going five stories down. And I was running the big machine. My two brothers were in the two back beds, and they came running past me out the front door. Honest to God. And I'm like, you know, Where the hell are they going? And then my brother Doug comes back for me, which is nice that one of them at least came back, and said, Get out of here! It was an earthquake. And you know, in California, you're you're fairly accustomed to earthquakes. And, uh, but apparently I never felt it. Uh, that's why I had the magic touch for doing, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never felt it at all. So
0: anyhow, I never even considered that you would have been in it.
1: No. So then,
0: um, oh my God, that's we're crazy. standing
1: outside the house and the other people are coming out of their house like, wow, that was a bad one. You know, cause you, you it's fairly common you have them there. So anyhow, I had a bid to do in El Cerrito at 5 PM. Okay. I go to my bid. I drive to the bed and I knock on the door about five o'clock. I ring the doorbell and the guy guy goes, what are you doing here? And I said, well, we have an appointment at five. He goes, oh my God, did you hear what happened? I go, what? He goes, the earthquake. Oh, yeah. I said, yeah, I know. I felt it. He goes, look at the Bay Bridge. And you can see the Bay Bridgeman's house in the upper deck. One of the portions of the upper deck fell down onto the lower deck. He goes, the Highway 17 just collapsed. And I had no idea. And uh, wow. so I can't remember if I got the job or not. Uh if it was a good day or bad. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Peter and I had coded a job in the morning and I said, you know, we could come back tonight and put the final on because they're moving back in a couple of days. And, um, you know, he's got that huge TV. We We could have the World Series on. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, cool. You know, we'll be Watching the World Series, but also, you know, putting down a coat and making up time. Yeah. So we thought, yeah, hey, that's a great idea. And we watched that whole thing happen. I'll never forget all the players yeah. and their families running onto the field. And you know, here we are in the middle of a coat job. So I will never forget. I will never forget where I was for that uh that disaster. That was yeah. never even crossed my mind that you lived there. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Sure did. Well, my number one, number one on my top 10 list. I know it's going to sound stupid and simple, but everybody expects nothing less. Okay. And these are words that I truly live by and I've tried to get my kids and wife and everybody else to live by. Happiness is a choice.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good.
0: You just see too many miserable people, and I wonder to myself why, why am miserable, man? Yeah, we're all in the same, we're all on the same show here, you know. Mm-hmm. You're just making things worse, I think. But yeah. happiness no. is a choice. That's my that's my number one.
1: I like that, and it's fitting on today when you just had your new grandchild come into the world. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. pretty cool, Rob. Yeah. Oh, thank right. you. So that's it. That's words to live by. on our Three, three years.
0: years, man. Yep. Congratulations. Three years. You well, did a great job.
1: And uh, back at you, man. It's been a pleasure doing these with you all these years. And uh, there's not a person on this earth I'd rather do them with. So,
0: I Thanks, can't right? imagine doing this with anybody else. No, I tried.
1: I tried to get anybody. <sighs> Nobody. But... So finally I go, well, I guess that's wrong. Do you remember
0: what you said the first show? No. Come on, come
1: well, on. About you, what? About
0: what? About about uh, you know they came to you about doing a show, and the first part, you you were oh, thinking yeah. of
1: who wants yeah. to do that one.
0: I I always like that one so there, just there, to there. bring us back to the old uh, the number one show our first show ever. Uh, Here's what he said.
1: Well, it is true. I there was I, I knew right away who I wanted to do this with. There was no question in my mind. And um, when he turned me down, I, I thought of you.
0: <laughs> no, and of I course always I love that one.
1: Uh, of course, I'm joking. It was going to be. There's no other way. Way it was going to be. So, all right, Rob. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, please do stay tuned for another episode. And I screwed that up, right? So it's up another. Okay, let me do that again. Hold on. One stay. more time, buddy. All right. All right. Uh, Only 162 times. Uh, Practice makes perfect. That's my last one. All right, go, baby. Uh, This this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne. Uh, Okay, one more time. Don't say it. I hear it. It's there. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Robin. Please stay tuned for another episode.